Oh, I'm going, old settler. You ain't got to worry about that. You just remember what I told you. You get out of my house. I can get a husband anytime I want. Get out of my house! tasters what you know about that welcome to my table what you just heard was a scene from the 1997 broadway play the old settler that play starred felicia rashad debbie allen and a couple of fine motherfuckers remember that cute dude from living single that was in love with queen latifah he played on a different world too i don't actually know his acting name but his real name is bumper robinson well anyway if you don't know the play you should look it up the old settler is a play based during 1940s harlem during the renaissance a lot of people would rent out their apartments back then because times were hard, you know, right off of the tail end of the Great Depression. And anyway, in this play, Felicia Richard and Debbie Allen, who are actually sisters, play sisters that live together in a Harlem apartment and they rent out a room to a fine ass country boy named Husband. Can you imagine? Now that's some country ass shit. Well, his name is Husband and he rents out a room from them and kind of gets sweet on Felicia Richard's character. So the whole point of the play is Felicia Richard and her sister are older women. You know, at the time, they are definitely well into their 40s, if not 50, or close to it. Neither one of them are married. They're single with no children. And, you know, they got a lot of names for um women who are at that portion of their lives, if it happens to be single, childless, you know what I mean? No man around. And the term back then, I had to look it up, and it's such an ugly term. They called it an old settler. Like, I remember an ex of mine used to refer to women that didn't have men, that weren't married, and didn't have children as tired old war horses. So I guess that's what um, Felicia Richard's character was. And in that scene, she is in an argument with a woman named Charmaine. Well, she calls herself Charmaine, who husband was actually crazy about that too. He actually made his way to Harlem for from the South. But when he gets up here... Charmaine is caught up with some fine niggas. You gotta see this play. It's called The Old Settler. So look it up. And um, I added that clip because it goes with today's tasty top pick. Oh yeah, this is a tasty one. And before I get into it, let me name, um, let me get a disclaimer out the way because um, I'm going to drop some names. I'm going to talk about a few people who are out there in that celeb world. If they can be considered celebrities, you know, stars, whatever you want to call them. People that you know. Anyway, here's my disclaimer. 
When speaking of celebrities, meaning actors, musicians, artists, athletes, etc., it will only be in relation to real life and how it may apply to my real life. Tasty Topics is not a celebrity gossip podcast. Any celebrity business discussed on this podcast would be after it has already been made public. I'm not here to create or spread rumors with no proof or merit. So um, now that we got that out the way, let's talk about um, my mentors, my mentors. Mentally, I'm in a good space. I want to give a shout out to all of my tasters, all of my listeners. You make me feel so good. I look forward to recording for you every week. I'm not going to complain about the shit that I need to get done and all of this other shit. I just want to say thank you. And I want to shout out a new taster, um, Butter. You know who you are, Butter Baby. Thank you for being a dedicated listener who actually just started. Taste she started and immediately, let's say she started listening about two weeks ago or so. She's already listened to every episode. She's all caught up. That makes me feel so good. Butter, I'm here to entertain you and I shall not disappoint. You are one of the reasons. Listeners, tasters like you are the reason why I keep it going. So that's where I'm at with it mentally. I'm in a place of gratitude in my life right now. Now, as far as my body, yaddy, yaddy, <laughs> one thing I will say, I need to start cooking again. You know, because I've been in so much pain, not complaining, just talking. I didn't, I don't cook as much as I used to. You know, I'm happy when others cook, you know, when my Batman cooks, but me, myself, I haven't been in a cooking mood. I, I hadn't had you know, I don't have the spirit. When you're in pain, it's like, who the fuck thinks about cooking? And I'm not going to be sitting in no high chair over no stove. I know people that do that. You know, I've seen that. Like, older people, you do what you have to do. But I just don't even have the spirit or the energy. So, um, yeah, with my body, the reason why I said I need to start cooking again, because I've just been eating something some of anything. I become a grab and go type of person taste. It's just grabbing food on the run. Whatever I see, if it's open, whether it's late at night or early in the morning, if it's open, I'm eating. It could be pizza, it could be burgers, it could be fried chicken. I'm just grabbing and going. Like I can't remember the last time for myself I sat down and ate a decent meal. And any of you tasters got um food not food delivery grocery delivery apps online i wanted to say boo to instacart let me explain to you why instacart will give you a list of all your favorite supermarkets it could be a supermarket right in your area for instance i'm gonna put them out there i love food town by me food town by me here in bed is wonderful they have lots of sales and deals instacart has food town as a part of their listing of supermarkets they deliver from they don't give you the discounts and deals I don't care if you punch in your um key tag where you're supposed to get the discounts. They don't offer coupons. Like, for instance, I know right now that if I walk into Food Town by me, they got waffles on sale. Eggo waffles on sale, two for $3. That's a good deal. When you go to Instacart online and you punch in Food Town and you type in waffles, they're charging you um almost $6 for one box of waffles. And they ain't telling you about no deals and no specials. So, yeah, I got rid of Instacart for that reason. You know, I thought Instacart was a good thing, especially during the pandemic. And they definitely overcharge. So you already got to pay like a monthly membership. They charge a premium. And the only convenience is that they deliver the stuff to your house. It's a blessing, but you're not saving no money. And sometimes if you're not careful, they'll bring you the wrong shit. 
I had it happen. I had a delivery guy bring me my stuff and he was smelling like an ashtray. And when I looked inside my bags, I had some lactate ice cream. He did bring one or two things that I didn't order that was good though. They didn't charge me for it, but it wasn't my stuff. Yeah, it was like some um Orada steak fries and it was something else he bought. I was like, okay, I didn't order this. It's good, but it's wrong. Like, hmm, Instacart, yeah, I'm not featuring you right now. So anyway, that's my mentals and my body yaddy yaddy, and I'm going to jump into it. Today's main course, we're going to talk about these old hoes. I may have hit on this once or twice, and this may be a third time. This one is dedicated to my younger listeners. Yeah, you old hoes are on the hot plate today. We're going to start off, and this is why I had to hit you with a disclaimer. Very recently, I don't know if you taste this herd, um, there's a woman from a popular hip-hop show. We're going to talk about it. It's Love and Hip Hop. Mama D from Love and Hip Hop had some very unkind things to say about a young woman in the rap world who calls herself Sukiana. Now, I don't agree with everything that Suki does because she's a wild bitch. But I like Suki. I've been following her since before she got popular, before she ever made her way into um, the mainstream. And when I say mainstream, she people know who she is now. She was in that WAP video, and whether I liked it or not, WAP was um, record-breaking, groundbreaking. It made a lot of money, got a lot of views, and she's in it. Because Sukiana is out there. And Mama D, a woman of a very, very um, certain age, who was much older than Sukiana, definitely old enough to be her mother, if not a, damn near her grandmother, made a comment about her. She was on a show, and um, you know one of these podcasts, and they asked her a question. I don't know what the question was, but immediately out of her mouth, she just started talking about this young lady, this rapper, influencer, Sukiana. And at first she acted as if she didn't remember her name. She goes, you know who I'm talking about. Who wants to fuck behind her? So the young man doing the interview was like, fuck behind who? You know who I'm talking about. The the not so fine one. The fat one. The fat dark skin one. Mind you, um, Mama D ain't light skin. She ain't mid range. She ain't medium. Mama D is a very, very dark skin woman. Beautifully dark skin. And she said, I'm talking about the dark skin one. As if she was talking about something nasty, vile, and disgusting. In reference to Sukiana. And out of nowhere, just started just bringing this young lady down to my... Who wants to fuck behind her? Mind you, this is a woman we're talking about where allegedly, at one point, was a madam. Possibly a... Fuck a madam, a pimp. Like, really had women out in the streets. Um... Doing all kind of wild shit. Just speaking about this young lady out of, out of turn. For no reason. For no reason... Except the fact that this young woman is out there. She's wild. She's proud. She shows out. She talks about dick. And how much dick she loves. And enjoying herself sexually as a young woman. And Mama D just brought up for no reason. So, let's go past that. Second old hoe that's going to be on the hot plate today. Ah, Diva. Shaka Khan. The R&B singer who's definitely been around for close to 50 years, if not 50 years already, made a comment that when our good sus, Mary J. Blige, redid Sweet Thing, that she didn't like it because she thought it was flat. 
We're talking about a woman, and I mean, went in on Mary Tamar. I was wondering what time she got out the bed to record the song. We're talking about Shaka Khan, a woman who has a rep for currently appearing um, high on stage or drunk, inebriated in some way, shape, or form, forgetting lyrics. Um, you want to talk about sounding flat, off key, and when Mary J. Blige recorded Sweet Thing, this was definitely over 20 years ago. She was much younger. And you're bringing it up now to attack her. I don't even want to say attack. I don't like that word. You know, forgive me. Like, my vocabulary is not the greatest. It's like the further I've been out of school and the longer I go without reading books, this is what happens to me. I lose my words and I, I, I have to start scrambling for words. So it's not that she attacked her, but she, she insulted her. She insulted her, um, tried to downplay her efforts. And Mary's a star. And honestly, if you want to be technical, is an even bigger star than Shaka Khan. At least her successes are larger. Shaka Khan may be a diva. She may even be considered an icon. But Mary is a star. So for you to bring that young woman's name up and speak about how flat she sounded, it was uncalled for. It was unnecessary. She actually, what Mary did with that song was she introduced a lot of young people who may have not known about Shaka Khan or not cared for that song, period, introduced the world to that song. It's a beautiful song. Sweet thing. Well, anyway, yeah, so... That's what I wanted to get into. So we're going to talk about um, old hoes, just period. So I got a whole checklist of things that I want to speak about regarding older women. When I say old hoes, I mean it. Because a lot of these older women, it's like they put themselves up on this platform so that they can look down at younger women. And that's the first point that I want to make regarding why old hoes got to go. Most older women, a lot of older women, I always say that women born before 1970, a lot of them, they had a problem tasters. They have a problem with younger women enjoying their lives. Um, younger women moving as if they don't need the advice of older women. Um, they live in the past. They don't know how to just live, laugh, love. But yeah, like I said, I'm going to get into it. So anyway, um, I'm seeing that a lot lately, like women born before 1970, you know, advising young women. There's a clip that's going around, too. Um, there's a woman sitting in a car with her daughter, pretty daughter. Daughter looks to be about 20, 21. And this old woman talking about, ugh, y'all young bitches is stupid. <laughs> y'all don't know nothing about nothing. Y'all don't know nothing about how to get money out of men and nothing. Because <laughs> y'all stupid. And this is a woman who sounds like, her and her car both need a tune-up and an oil change. Telling women about how stupid they are. And the reason why I don't like to hear that is because um, from the way you look and the way you sound, it don't sound like you live none too smart. What did you do that was so smart? What did you secure? Like when I hear older women tell young girls that they're stupid and that they knew how to get money out of a man. Um... Let's talk about exactly what that meant. Let me just fast forward a little bit too to um, what a lot of older women do as far as telling young girls that they're stupid. A lot of times, tasters, they're lying. They're lying. They're projecting. They um, 
living in this alternate reality where things are not as they really happen, the, the way they explain them. I'm going to give an example. I got a family member that I cannot stand anymore. This is somebody that I was forced by blood to be related to. And um, it got back to me that this family member that I've known from the cradle, there's never a time that I didn't know her, that I do not fuck with, is telling the young women in my family that when she was young, all she dealt with was drug dealers and big timers. I'm like, drug dealers, big timers? And this family member that I'm talking about is somebody that was known to actually be a trick on men. And... I'm listening to the shit that she's telling the young people in our family is getting back to me. And I'm not trying to start no shit and hurt no feelings, but since you lying, like one thing I will say, taste is when I tell a story, I'll tell a story and my shit is true. I got receipts. You get what I'm saying? I even had to um show a taste of my files. Like you want to know, here you go. I don't have to make up no shit. I'm like big timers and drug dealers. That's not true. And that's how you know when an old bitch is just a liar. And they just talking shit. Who says big timers? Like, who you was fucking with, baby? You was fucking with Lil Wayne? And wasn't it the big timers back then? Who was the big timers? Who was it? Was it juvenile? Like, nobody, you wasn't fucking no big timers. And stop lying to these young girls. Tell the truth about who you were and what you did. Look, old settler. Instead of pretending that you were something that you were not. And trying to make these young women feel foolish for who they are. I don't like it. So back to, um... Mama D, she is in no position to judge anyone for anything. And at this point, it's like nobody was even talking to you about this young woman, Sukiana, who's in her late 20s. But Sukiana, if you go online, you can look. She clapped back at Mama D. She got her good. But it was just like, what was it What was it for? What was your point? Even now the Shaka Khan, what was it for? What was your point? And then a lot of older women get a pass. You know, they get this auntie pass. Like, that's right. Auntie don't give a fuck what she say. She don't care what come out her mouth. Well, you know what? Maybe you should. You should really care about what comes out of your mouth. Because these younger women, a lot of times, as younger women, we look up to our elders. Yeah, when you're past a certain age, you're an elder. If you're old enough to be my mother, my aunt, my grandmother, you're an elder. And if you want to be respected as such, then talk to me like somebody who has some elder sensibilities and not some bitter old hag living in the past and living on lies. So fast forward again to this family member of mine. You don't know how bad I would just love to have a sit down with her, but I don't talk to her. But if we did talk and just ask her, why are you lying to these young women? Why are you telling them about when um you were dealing with drug dealers and big timers? Is that something that you wanted to happen? Because I know it didn't happen. And let me tell you, for a lot of these older women that are telling young women about how they're stupid and don't know how to get anything out of a man, let's talk about what probably really happened when these older women who are looking down on you young girls was fucking around with Mr. Jim. Yeah, we're going to use a Mr. Jim as an example. When you got older women sitting in your face telling you how stupid you are and how much of a fool you are, and how you don't know how to get money out of no man because you so young and dumb. And y'all young gals don't know shit. Mr. Jim was probably messing with old auntie and granny. 
just so she can have a freezer full of meat. I spoke about this before for two or three times a year trips to Western Beef. And then after he hiked her house dress up to the side and pulled the bloomers down and had his way with her once or twice a week, left $20 on the table. And when he drove down south every year, he came back with cartons of Paul Malls and Marlboros for her, her and all her friends. Like that's what Mr. Jim was doing. And if she was lucky. If she was fortunate enough and she was fucking with a Mr. Jim that had a little money and a piece of property, maybe when he kicked the bucket from a heart attack or a stroke, Mr. Jim might have let her, left her with a little bit of insurance money. Or maybe if she was smart to deed to a house or some keys to an old car that she could sell. But for the most part, my young tasters, yeah, this is for you young women. These women wasn't getting that much out of Mr. Jim. They wouldn't get that much out of him and they weren't very happy. And you are not stupid. And you are not foolish. Because you are living your best young life. And I want to talk about that too. If you all are not caught up, I'm going to bring up the BMF series. How many of my tasters are watching BMF? I think I might have talked about it before, but I'm going to talk about it again. Oh, with the Flannery Brothers. Terry and Lil Meech well he's supposed to be Big Meech in the series and you know they take it back to 80's Detroit you know everybody's getting money selling drugs or whatever and there's a portion of the movie where they talk about um, the patriarch the daddy of the household Big Daddy Charles Flannery cheating on his wife with a neighbor and um, this neighbor good looking woman Goes to the church with him and his wife. Smiles and grins in his wife's face. And um, it's fucking him. Let me tell you about that taste. You see, back in the days, women cheated with their friends' husbands. They cheated. They fucked Mr. Jim. They cheated with men on the block and in the neighborhood. And it was all for gain because they were struggling. It was rough out here, tasters. We're talking about women who had just come into an era where they could have their own. Like, I don't know if a lot of you are aware about the suffrage movement back in the days when women couldn't vote. You weren't allowed to have your own bank account if you weren't married, didn't have your husband's permission. It was a time that women weren't even allowed to work. And it was even worse for black women because there were times where the only work that you could get was as a domestic or doing something that was so cruel and so beneath you that you didn't even feel good about getting up to do it every day. So capturing a husband or holding on to a Mr. Jim was the prize. That's all they looked forward to. They didn't know nothing about loving for love's sake. Just having a good time. You know, they think that young women are stupid now. If you happen to be messing with a man or messing around with somebody's husband just because. They didn't know anything about that. Like I said, everything, there had to be a gain back then, a huge gain. Women back then were out to steal people's husbands. They were out to wreck homes. Like you see, if you watch the BMF series, this is a spoiler taste. If you ain't watching it, I'm about to give it away. So again, the daddy of the household is cheating on his wife. And um, he's cheating again with one of her friends that goes to the church. And this woman is really like, just trying to upset their home. They just had a scene this last episode where she showed up at the house talking about, I'm here to borrow a skillet. And sat down with his wife laughing and grinning to have tea. See, this is the type of bitter, angry, fucked up energy that a lot of older women have within them. 
This is all they know. This is the era that they came from. Where you dealt with men because you needed them. You had to. You needed that freezer full of meat. You needed somebody that was going to leave $20 on the night table when he left because you didn't have $20 in your pocket on your own. You tried to steal somebody else's husband because your husband either died or left you for one of your friends or one of your neighbors. So you, you just had to get in where the getting was good. You know, you had to make a way for yourself. And if that way meant cutting your throat, or stealing your man from you so big. You see that scene that I played for you. And um, the old settler. Even though that was from the 40s. And there was one woman. Actually was the younger woman. Telling the older woman. I'll take your man from you. Not because I want him. Just because I can. Can you imagine Tasters. Some woman standing in your face. Telling you how they don't even want your man. But they going to take him. Just because they can. Well even though this woman was younger in the play. It was still from that era. We're talking about 1940s Harlem. Women didn't play no games. No. They fucked around and, and slept with somebody's man. They had to have him. They was trying to keep him. And they would kill you to do it. So, um, to the Mama D's of the world and the Shaka Khans, honestly, go somewhere, get you a glass of warm milk. Look, put the liquor down, put the pills down, or whatever um, illicit drugs you're into. Have a seat. Gain some clarity. Because you can learn a lot from these young girls. I remember when, um, I think the ever started of young women, like, really just knowing what they want and showing what they want. In the early 2000s, even though I was young then, too, I was watching young girls younger than me, like, telling these young boys, like, I want to go here, I want to go there. I want you to do this for me, I want that. It was just, like, a beautiful thing to see. And I don't think that they were stupid. I don't feel like, um... You're acting like a prostitute. When did that start, too? Like, what, like all the slut shaming. I, I told you, Tasters, I had an issue with that with myself for a very long time. You know, with the stories that get told about me. You know, I guess I'm supposed to feel bad and feel ashamed. Look, feel bad and ashamed that I got a rep for making these niggas out here feel excellent. Because <laughs> I got these men out here that got a story that they could tell in their old age. Look, when they sitting in the nursing home and somebody asks them... Ooh, what's the best piece of pussy you ever had? Who's your best piece of work? I promise you, in more than one or two of them conversations, Stella Belafonte's name is going to come up. And I commend young women who have that type of confidence in themselves. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You ain't stupid and you don't sound flat. <laughs> so anyway, this is my job as an old hoe. Because I'm an elder now. I'm not here to browbeat young women. I'm not here to look down my nose at you and tell you how stupid you are. Now, if y'all here moving in a way that can get yourself hurt, I mean like really hurt or where you can end up dead, tasters, I'm going to be the first to tell you I am going to get down on you. I might even get loud because I'm not here to see none of the young women, none of my sisters, none of my family members, none of my friends who are younger than me and who may not know. I'm not here to see you hurt and I'm not here to see you broken. I feel like a lot of older women, it's like they took pride in making you feel stupid because that's all they knew. Like, again, I'll put it out there. I come from a situation of abuse with my own mother, and I feel like she wasn't raised by women who felt good about themselves. Like, they abused her, and in turn, she abused me. It's like, where does it end? Where does the cycle stop? You know where it stops, tasters? It stops right here.
It stops with me. It stops with this podcast, with my advice, with the things that I talk to young women about. Like if you've noticed since my podcast started, when I do talk about the shit that goes on in the world, don't I always give like a little insight? I tell the truth about my background. That's another thing I wanted to bring up with the old hoes. Stop gatekeeping and stop lying. Because again, older women will twist and rewrite history to make things sound better about the lives that they've led and make you feel foolish about the life that you're leading now. Like I said, that family member that I do not fuck with, talking about all she dealt with was drug dealers and big timers. It really hurt my feelings because... I feel like maybe that's the life that you wanted. I'd rather that you say that. I'd rather that you look in these young women's faces and say, you know what? You young girls are something else. I admire you because when I was young, I wanted that. Or I watched my friends deal with men with money and I wasn't getting that. And I didn't understand why and I didn't like it. I'd rather that you say that to the young women instead of lying. Trying to make yourself look better than you are and trying to make them look worse than what they are. So, yeah, I feel like as um, elder women, how you should move in these streets. Again, don't put the young girls down. You don't have to talk about how many men they've been with. I remember I had a um, family member do that to me years ago. She thought that she had seen me somewhere, heard about me, you know, up to some wild shit out in the streets. And it was like, um, yeah, is that you? I heard I heard about doing such and such with so-and-so. And I looked her in her old ass face and I said, yeah, it is. But the my question to you is, how do you know? Because my whole thing is, where are you and who are you hanging around that you even notice about me with your old, old ass? That means that you obviously somewhere you ain't got no business being. And you getting in some business that you ain't got no business being in. As an elder. Yeah, elders will do that too. They'll know so much about your dirt and, and everything that's going on in your backyard. And the question that needs to be asked is, how? Just like when Mama D was Sukiana. You know so much about her. Why you know so much, Mama D? What's going on with you? Where you been at? Who you hanging out with? Look, who you sitting up with on, on, on the late nights talking to? Oh, what, what sites are you scrolling that you think you know so much about this young woman? And I am not, um, I really admire Sukiana. You know, outside of some of her fuckery, because she does have some fuckery going that's really intolerable. We're not going to talk about it here. But during the pandemic, during OnlyFans, I heard that's how she cracked her first million. Doing what she does. And apparently, when she does what she do, she was only doing it with one man. That was her boyfriend. She wasn't out here um, riding a series of dicks, look, choking <clears throat> on, on a series of dinglings. It was all with one man. But even if it were several, so the fuck what? How does it affect you, Mama D? And then we're going to get into Shaka Khan again. Why? What? What is it about just complimenting a young woman that is so painful for a lot of these older old hoes? You know, just say, you know what? You know what I would have said if I was Shaka Khan? Hey, um, it was nice. I'm just going to leave it at that. It was unexpected, and Mary was new, and she was up and coming, and it was nice. Because let me tell you something, Tasters. If I ever had to make a remake of a song, the remake in my mind would be Tina Turner, Private Dancer. Remember, Tina said, I'm your private dancer. Oh, that's all for money. Do what you want me to do. And I wish the fuck 
Tina Turner would hear my remake of Private Dancer and have a problem with it and call me flat. No, Miss Tina. This is, a, is an homage to you. I am not flat. I am flattering. <laughs> so anyway, tasters, um, yeah, I don't want to drag it. I just wanted to put it out there. And um, again, like I said, my job as an old hoe, as an elder hoe, is to encourage when encouragement is needed, give praise where it's due, and steer younger women on the right path when I see them about to make a wrong turn. That's all. And also, to be honest about my wrongs. Not saying that you got to give away all your business, but to you elder hoes who think that it's okay to just look down your nose at younger women telling them how stupid they are. If you would be honest about some of your mistakes, do you know how helpful you might be to a younger woman? Tell the truth. Instead of lying about messing with drug dealers and big timers, tell about the time you let a man take all your rent money from you. Tell about the time that you packed you and your kids up and, and moved to another state because Mr. Jim told you that he was going to put you in the house. And when you got to that other state, you found out that um, he was still married to somebody else on paper. Talk about those times where you made moves that were so stupid and so foolish, but you learned from it. You learn from those moves and the things that happened then will never happen again because you're sharper now. You're wiser and now you want to take the things that happen to you and express them to these young women in order that they will learn from your mistakes. How about moving like that instead of telling everybody how stupid they are? And um, let's see. Do I want to talk about it? Oh, yeah. I had spoke about this before. And I'm so mad at myself. When I was much younger, I would say over 10 years ago, I had had a meeting and it was called Sisters 365. This was well over 10 years ago. This might have been about 15 years ago. I did it in my friend's, the basement of her building. She had a really nice basement. And um, where you could have a gym area and everything. It was newly renovated. And I had went out and got refreshments. I think what I bought was Auburn Mist. I went and got like those, you know, those six-foot sandwiches chopped up at a deli. And... um. What are this little sparkling wine? I think the, what was, what's that wine? Dovetail? It's one of the worst tasting wine brands out here. Well, I don't like it, but it was like popular back then. I, I, when it comes to me, I'll mention it again. It's like with a picture of a kangaroo on it tastes. You know what I'm talking about. Well, anyway, it was called Sisters 365. And the motto of my women's group that I only had one meeting for was, I am here for my sisters 365. And it was a meeting. At first, I was so sad because I didn't think that anybody was coming. About 30 minutes in, so many women from her block and her building were coming through that I was afraid I was going to run out of Auburn Miss. And um, Yellowtail, that was the name of the wine brand, Yellowtail. And um, I thought I was going to run out of hors d'oeuvres. Next thing you know, like everybody was writing down their hopes, their goals and dreams. Taste this. I had women at my meeting from 18 to 80. No exaggeration. And it was a beautiful thing. And everybody talked. There were two women that were in their late 60s at the time and possibly in their 70s and they cried. They just started talking about things from their past and 
one actually sat down and cried. It was just such a beautiful experience. And I'm so angry at myself that I didn't keep up with it. So taste is like in your area and in your group. Maybe you should get into that. Just starting like a woman's group that you can all come to and feel good about it. And I'm going to put it out there, Tasters. You know where I got the idea from? An episode of Good Times. Yes, the show that so many of us, you know, a lot of blacks were taught was a really shitty show about blacks living in poverty and, and eating oatmeal for dinner. And it was so much bigger than that. There was an episode where Florida... And Walona, her bestie neighbor, went to a woman's meeting that they had in their building. It was for black women. And they would sit and talk about the things that was fucking with them in life. Whether it was the welfare system or abusive husband going upside their head. Who remembers that episode, Tasters? Remember Wanda? Look, my girl Pearl Shade from 227. She played Wanda in the series. And she was talking about her husband whooping on her and stuff. like. It was really deep. So I started my woman's group. So uh, that women would have a place to just come to and talk and express themselves. You know, judgment-free zone. So anyway, tasters, um, I'm going to leave it at that. So again, like I said, today's roasting session was about the old hoes. Just cut the shit. Let these young women live. Talk to them like they are adults, especially if they are. They may be much younger than you, but they're not children. Look, we're not children. You know, act in love. When you talk to these young people, leave the shit about how stupid they are. Put that shit, that, trash that shit. How about delete stupid from your vocabulary? Honestly, again, I when you're moving stupid, I will call you out for it, young or old. But if you just don't know, or you need to be corrected, or you need guidance, that's what Stella Belafonte is here for. So anyway, tasters... Do I have a I know you fucking lying? You know I should. I definitely should. I guess I can. Yeah, I'll put one out there. Um I wanna do I wanna talk about this one? You know what sometimes tastes is a little hard for me because I know who my listeners are and I don't want to offend anyone. Not that I give a fuck because it's my show. But there's a lot of times where it's like, you know, um, I don't want people hurting because of anything that I've said. Or it's like, well, why? Well, you, I, I, you didn't say my name, but I knew you were talking about me. Like, oh, fuck it. Well, you know, I, I've been through a lot of shit. And um, I've had a lot of experiences with older women. You know, things just happening with older women. Okay, I do got a story. Here's one that's funny. Speaking of being an elder. There was a time where I wasn't even 30 years old yet. I might have been about 27, 28. And yeah, it's going to be I know you fucking lying. It was actually hilarious. I was laying in my bed and my phone rang. This was my landline. And when I answered it, there was a young lady and she was like, excuse me, um, you, you know Michael? I'm like, who's Michael? I don't know who you're talking about. She was like, yes, you do. She was like, Michael that be walking the pit bulls down Nostrand Avenue. He got a white pit bull and a gray one. I was like, I really don't know who you're talking about. And honestly, tasters, I did not know who she was talking about. But she was going to make me know who Michael was. And the voice on the other end just sounded very young. Now, again, tasters, I was about 27, 28 at the time. So this young lady goes, yes. And you do so know Michael. He got two pit bulls. He be walking up. You mess with him. I was like, how did you get my number? 
And she was like, don't worry about how I got the number. But I heard that you mad old too. I heard you like 28, 29 years old. And all I could do was laugh. Tastes at the time, like I said, I probably was about 27 or 28. But as far as this young lady was concerned, I was mad old. Because she heard that I was about 28 or 29 years old. And I was like, well, how old are you? She was like, don't worry about how old I am with your old ass. So, you know, it's just all about perspective. And honestly, to this day, I have no idea who that is. And I told her, I said, sis, I don't know who you are. I don't know Michael with the Pitbulls. You might really have a wrong number. But it's just so funny that she was so young that at my young age, I was old to her. <laughs> you know, look, I was an old settler. Well, anyway, tasters, I hope you enjoyed this tasty topic. Again, if you have topics that you want me to touch on, I want to keep it hot and fresh for you. Send them into Ms. Ironbox at gmail.com. That's M-I-Z-I-R-O-N. B-O-X at gmail.com. And also, I want to shout out a taster who sent me a message just to let you know. Again, you can leave me messages on Spotify. And um, the question that I'd asked after the last episode when I was talking about um, the worst, my worst sex experience ever, the question I asked is, could you deal with someone that you were not attracted to just because they're very kind to you? And the taster replied, yes, he could. He said he could because he appreciates the honesty. So this taster is a man. And he said, he said, I'm 31 years old and I could listen to you talk all day. I could listen to you for two hours. And that made me happy. And just to let you know, tasters, unless you follow me on Instagram, when you send me the commentary on Spotify, I can't tell who you are. It just shows up like a cold number, but there's no name. So thank you to the taster who said that he could listen to me for two hours straight. And that, yes, he definitely could deal with somebody who wasn't attracted to him just because they were honest about it. So, again, tasters, thank you for joining me at my table. I enjoyed putting this episode together, and I'm going to sip on this ice-cold soda. Oh, that's another thing, tasters. I'm one of those people, I don't care how cold it is outside. I still like ice cream. I still like a strong soda with a bunch of ice in it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I love me a nice cocktail. But anyway, tasters, that's the end of it. I'm going to leave the table, and I look forward to talking to you all soon. Take care. Bye.